Hey everybody, Brian Boyle here and welcome back to another episode of Run Painless, Run Ageless. I'm your host and if you are just joining us for the first time, welcome. Hopefully you will find some massive value in this content. I would also encourage you to go back to episode one. That's going to tell you a little bit about who I am as a physical therapist, uh, as a runner, as a parent, as you know, the guy that's been there and done that with with over thirty years of, uh, of running experience. Um, you know, and, and uh, you know, kind of give you more detail than you're going to get in here. And if you have been here before, I appreciate you coming back as always. And again, thank you for being here. Thanks for sharing this with your friends, your family. The uh, the numbers of listeners is going up each day. So I appreciate that. If you do have any questions, you can always send them to me. Brian, B-R-I-A-N, at company5k. That's the number 5k.com, just like the race, the 5k. And I'll be uh, be happy to get back to you. I've been getting lots of questions, so keep those coming in. Uh, so today I want to talk to you about overtraining. Now, this is a uh, this is definitely an interesting topic because you know what does it look like? What does it feel like? What does uh, um, you know? What does it uh, you know? What's the experience of overtraining? If you've never experienced overtraining, I hope that you never do. That's my uh, that's my my wish for you for today. That you'll never experience overtraining. If you have experienced overtraining, you are you know not alone. There are lots of us that have gone through overtraining, but it does feel a little different for everybody. So, uh, you know what I'll talk about is some common symptoms and things, but it may not be the only symptoms that you'll experience. So. What is overtraining, or uh, you know, um, you know the the too much of a good thing with running, right? So, what does this look like? So, overtraining can be a uh, an, any number of symptoms. Um, typically, it'll start off with a feeling of not wanting to work out. So, this is uh, this is when you start going, ah, you know, gosh, I'd rather not get out of bed this morning, or I'd rather not go out for the run. Uh, that can usually be a first sign. Uh, of overtraining that you might notice, right? You know, you may have already, you know, had other signs and symptoms that you didn't listen to, but this may be the first one that you actually listen to because you go, that's weird. I don't remember not wanting to go out for a run. Um, <clears throat> but uh, uh, not sleeping well can be a uh, symptom of overtraining. So if you're usually uh, a very good sleeper and now all of a sudden you're not sleeping well, that, uh, that can be a sign of overtraining. Uh, high resting heart rate or heart rate that does not come down quickly after a workout. Again, can be a symptom of overtraining. The uh, uh, the legs, the legs. This is this is one that you know. If you've ever experienced this, you, you can definitely pull this out. This is when the legs feel like cement. Okay, they literally feel like you've got uh, you know cement strapped into your shoes, or that the legs uh, you know were filled with cement before you got there. This is when you uh, you start to hit the pavement or you start to hit the trail, and all of a sudden you're like, wow, my legs are just toast today again another symptom of overtraining them and uh, you know it could be any or all of these um, you know injury right if you're uh, if you're injured um, you know that uh, again you know is usually a very good indicator of overtraining but not always uh, sometimes we can get injured you know just to have an accident you slip you fall whatever and that doesn't necessarily constitute overtraining but 
you know, it's, it's these things, these cumulative traumas that just kind of creep up, um, you know, if you're having pain in the legs and, and things that uh, are swelling in the legs that's just not going away, uh, it can be signs of overtraining. Uh, you know, that's, uh, that's certainly a, uh, you know, one that does pop up quite often. Um, something I'm seeing now more often is, you know, the whole cross training, you know, cross fit, um, you know, lots of workouts, folks that, uh, that are getting all sorts of information, um, you know, that, uh, that are saying, Hey, well, you know, I'm going to run and I'm also going to do, you know, the beach body program, whether it's insanity or, or T25 or, uh, the T30 or T40 or Caveman 50 or whatever it may be, um, you know, so that they're they're doing multiple workouts where you may be, you know, doing a video or you're taking a class in the morning and then running in the afternoon. Um, you know, again, if you're trying to do both at a high level, chances of burnout is going to be much higher, right? This is where, you know, folks will contact me and they'll say, oh my gosh, you know, my running is just not there. I'm not sure what's going on. And we'll look at the training plan with the running. And then they forgot to tell me that they were also going to a morning class, you know, a cardio class, you know, four or five times a week and, you know, and, and pushing that really hard. And then also training for something, you know, with running wise. And they go, well, it's, you know, it's, it's two a day's. Um, but not realizing that their strength was already zapped from the morning workout. They didn't get the proper you know, nutrition. They didn't get their proper rest, enough rest, okay, before going out for that two-a-day or that second workout. Um, you know, again, this is stuff that's pretty high level. I've, I, I've done that. I, you know, I, I, uh, I coach a lot of athletes that we do two-a-day workouts because they have to, some even doing three-a-days to get the mileage in that they, uh, that they need to be an optimal performance. Uh, you know, it's really tough to get, you know, in one day, you know, one workout a day, uh, you know, 100 miles a week. It's just, it's just really not possible. So, you know, you can get the mixture in of two-a-days or three-a-days and getting those miles in to get up to 100 miles a week or more, you know, getting to 150 or 140, you know, and having some training consistency. Again, way too difficult to do in one, you know, one run a day. So we do two-a-days, but this is advanced level stuff, right? This is, this is folks that have been running, that have been doing a ton, uh, you know, and, and then they're, they're changing, they're strengthening based on the schedule, based on their performance. So if we're, we're in a base building, we're going to do more strengthening. It's going to be more slow, long, steady running. Yeah, it might be two a days, but it's not going to be high intensity intervals plus high intensity strength training in the morning. You know, even if it's just body weight, it's, it's still building strength. Um, you know, and so those are the th- sorts of things that you need to be aware of, be cautious of is, you know, doing multiple things or doing too much and not then getting the rest. So this is where, like I said, you know, if you all of a sudden are just now not feeling it and it's, and it's strange, you know, again, if you can attribute it to maybe you've been under stress at work, um, you know, again, cortisol levels will build up. Cortisol is not going to allow the body to recover as well. The muscles aren't going to function as well. That can be something. So family stress, um, you know, financial, those sorts, you know, financial stress can be, you know, all triggers. But, you know, again, I would encourage you to go back and look at your training and say, have a purpose for each of those workouts. Have a purpose and a reason 
Okay, if you are training for CrossFit, then you train for CrossFit. If you're training for running, then you train for running. And these other things then, you know, kind of augment or, you know, provide some sort of support to your ultimate goal. If you're just training for health and you can tolerate it, great. Okay, but again, you have that purpose. You're just training for overall health. You're not necessarily, you know, going out to try and run, you know, uh, and, and literally race a marathon you know, every single day. These guys that run marathons, you know, 60 marathons in 60 days, they're not racing. That's the key difference, all 60 of those marathons. They may have one or two that they race, okay, because of an award or because of something, some high you know, publicity, but they run the others, right? So they'll go run 26.2, you know, 15 days in a row, and it's, you know, eight, nine minute miles, and then they may go race one that's, you know, six and a half minute miles, okay, and then the next day they run the marathon distance, but it's, you know, 10 minute miles because they just raced one the other day, so again, there, there's a reason, there's a purpose, there's, there's not a continuous just foot on the gas pedal and just go, 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 go. If you do experience the symptoms of overtraining, then what do we do, right? So um, really, the, the, the best thing to do is to cut back on something, okay? Um, whatever it may be, whether it's intensity, whether it's distance, whether it's, uh, you know, add more recovery, um, you know, getting better nutrition, getting better sleep. Those are the sort, sorts of things that can have significant return on investment when we think about that. Not that you have to completely stop anything okay but we've got to make adjustments that's that's how it goes you've got it you know you've you've gone into deficit okay the only way to get out of deficit is to stop doing something uh to the extent that you were not necessarily stop overall like i just said but you know limit or change or make adjustments to those things right so it's it's usually intensity mileage Increase rest, improve nutrition, okay, and not necessarily in those order, but that, but that would probably be how I would do it, okay, is reduce the intensity first, reduce mileage, you know, rest and then nutrition, um, you know, you can move nutrition up probably for everybody, I mean, I think nutrition is probably one of those big things that, uh, that everybody, so, you know, probably doesn't even need to be on this list, it should just be, like, its own thing, like, you need good nutrition, and then these other things, right, because of the fact that your recovery, so, so then it's reduce intensity, reduce mileage, and then, you know, increase rest, so whether it's rest between sessions, uh, getting more sleep at night, whatever that may be, um, that's generally how it looks. If you get to the point where you literally are, um, you know, broken, you know, mentally, you're in a cloud. You can't seem to get back into it. Uh, you know, at that point, you know, you may just have to take a full break. You know, this is where, um, you know, this is where you might have the forced rest, uh, you know, due to injury or, or due to, you know, being sick or doing whatever. Um, if that's the case, okay, then, you know, again, you've obviously, you found your solution, but, um, you know, you, you've now gotten to the point where, you know, this is bad news and, and, you know, now you're forced to stop. And then we have the whole, you know, returning to running piece where you say, all right, well, how do I return to running? How do I get back into it? Uh, and that's a whole nother, uh, that's a whole nother, you know, episode that we've already talked about, you know, how do you get back to running after, after being away? So you don't ever want to get to that point, 
we I think you know if you've been running long enough you, you, you might have already been there but you know we don't want to be there right that's not something that's usually you know the I love to do this I love to you know wear myself into the ground and then you know, try and pick myself back up right and there are some things uh, but even the Navy SEALs right don't wear themselves into the ground purposely uh, they may push their body they may push their limits but they don't wear themselves into breaking point um, you know purposefully uh, to the point where they can't do anything else um, just you know just not usually the nature of the beast pushing is one thing going beyond limits is, is one thing um, you know purposely hurting yourself uh, again not a, not a, a, a thing that we want to you know kind of uh, you know lead you into so Again, if you have any questions, you can send them to me, Brian, B-R-I-A-N, at company5k.com. This is the number 5k.com. Uh, you know, I'll be happy to get back to you. Hopefully, you find some value in this. If you wouldn't mind going back and leaving a review of these episodes, uh, whatever uh, you know place you are listening to them at, whether it's uh, Anchor.fm, whether it's uh, Apple iTunes, um, whether it is Spotify, whatever it may be, I appreciate that. That does give you know me some valuable feedback. It gives others an idea as to what they're getting themselves into. And uh, you know, again, I appreciate you being here. I, I love having these discussions. You know, if I can do anything for you, just let me know. And until next time, thanks for being here, and I hope to have you back real soon. All right, take care. Bye.